0: Welcome to Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes mini-podcast series featuring the Magid of Melbourne, Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper. Throughout this series, the Magid of Melbourne will be taking us on an exploration of synagogue architecture and what makes physical space fit for sacred action. And now, here's the Magid of Melbourne himself, Levy Cooper. This is Levy Cooper, coming to you from Tsur Hadassah. In 1949, Rabbi David Tzabach addressed a question to the chief rabbi of Israel, Rabbi Benzion Meir Chai Uziel. Rabbi Zabach was born in Rabat in Morocco, and with the establishment of the State of Israel, he made Aliyah. He settled in Jerusalem and passed away in 1956. Rabbi Tabach was born in 1869, so he was 11 years older than Rav Uziel. Nevertheless, Rav Uziel was the chief rabbi, and Rabbi Tzabach turned to him when someone had donated a parochet, a cover for the Aaron Kodesh, that had embroidered on it images of animals. And Rabbi Tzabach asked Rav Uziel, can we use such a parochet? In his question, Rabbi Tzabach suggested that the parochet could be used as long as the images were not the mystical images described in the book of Ezekiel, and as long as the images were not raised Rather, they were embroidered or woven into the fabric. Such images were not forbidden. Rav responded to Rav Tzabach with a surprising answer. Rav said, first of all, we should not have images in our synagogues. In a fascinating move, Ravuziel was well aware that recently, not long before, only a number of years before the writing of this responsum, archaeological evidence had surfaced of synagogues where there were images of animals. A synagogue in Naaran, which was discovered in 1918, and a synagogue in Beit Alpha in 1928. So, Ravuziel was aware that there was a possibility of such images. Nonetheless, Ravuziel said, even if there isn't a clear prohibition, and it would depend on what type of images were used, nevertheless, this was not a recommended course. And that was for two reasons. First of all, this was dangerously close to Lo Pesel Tavnit Kol The prohibition not to have graven images. And second of all, when people would look at those images, they would lose focus instead of standing in a synagogue and thinking about God and meditating. On the prayers, those people who came to Shul would be looking at the pictures. So Ravuziel suggested that this was not a recommended course. And then Ravuziel and added, aning et shel Eidot galutam." I praise the holy communities of the various Sephardim in all places of their exile <laughs> that they were definite in not having images in the beit knesset milamid <laughs> knesset And they did not use covers for the Aaron Kodesh that had on them images of lions. So Ravuziel was against having any images. But living in Israel in 1949, Ravuziel was well aware that in many Ashkenazi communities, images of lions, often with their tongues out, was quite common. And therefore Ravuziel adds, "Ed le halacha." This I'm saying as a clear statement of what the law is. Ulam, however, since there is a custom, amongst ashkenazi communities to have two lions on two sides of the ten commandments and there are many learned rabbis who knew about this saw this and did not say anything ravuziel said therefore i must find a reason or a justification for that custom and Ravuziel explained that it could be that if you have two lions on either side of the two tablets that would remind people to uphold the law like mighty lions and then Ravuziel concludes his responsum by saying i am only saying this in order to justify the custom in places that actually have already such images. But Sephardi communities, they should hold on to their custom, the custom of their forefathers, and not use images in shawls. It would seem to me, that Rav Uziel was willing to justify Ashkenazi communities that did have lions as part of the decoration. But if we were to ask Rav Uziel today, as we construct a shul here in Suradasa and our building in Pardes, if we were to ask Rav Uziel, I imagine that he would recommend not including lions with their tongues out. Rather, the decor and design of a shul should be such that when people walk in, they walk into a space that assists them in focusing, in meditating, in communing with the Almighty. That's all for now. Until the next time. To the me Midrash! Thank you for joining us for Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes podcast production featuring the Magid of Melbourne, Levy Cooper. If you like what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Follow us on your favorite streaming platform or subscribe to our newsletter to receive Pardes Torah direct to your inbox. Thanks for listening.